Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning, Sean. RJ? Thank you for joining us as always, Coach. Uh, we'll get to Carolina in a second, but all this Brady-Belichick buildup, and I was like, wait a second, wasn't Mike there at Lambeau for Favre's return? Because uh, we're kind of going through legends that have returned to their former team. What was that whole week? What was that whole buildup and, 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 and the game day experience like? Well, I mean, it was it definitely was was a, a ton going on outside the building. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's something that um, brings a lot of extra intensity and emotion uh, to the game. And you know, really, the first time we we played uh, played Brett, it was actually up in Minnesota. So then, then we played later. Um, I think it was October, November. You know, back at Lambeau. So yeah, it's. Uh, it's a, it's a fun game to compete in, uh, but a lot, lot of extra emotion going into it. Did, did you find that y'all had like a, a like a different kind of cat and mouse game? Because he probably knew exactly what you guys were going to do, and, and I'm sure you guys knew exactly what his tells were. Did, did that make it a little bit different too? Yeah, there's definitely there's some things, um, you know, some mannerisms. Uh, you know, he he actually had a couple checks in a game that were you know, you know dummy audibles that that he set up very well. So I mean, yeah, you're, I mean you're definitely go in with a higher alert uh, because, you know, obviously he knows, you know, knows you so well and vice versa. So, but like I said, it's a, it's definitely a, it's a very competitive game because there's so much familiarity. Coach, uh, Carolina's kind of anonymous to us. We know that they're very young. Matt Rule rebuilding that thing like he did uh, here in Waco with Baylor. Uh, what impresses you and what has stood out from your film study of Carolina? Well, they're definitely—they're uh, young and talented. Uh, you know, you look at their defense; they—they they play with with really good intensity. Uh, they're doing a lot, a lot schematically, and you know, when you when you look at their, uh, when you, <clears throat> excuse me, when you look at their coordinator, uh, Phil Snow. There's, you know, he's a longtime uh, coach that's done a lot of different things, and so you know, you're, you spend a little more extra time on the scheme is the point I'm making. Uh, offensively, Sam Darnold looks very comfortable. Um, you know, obviously they won't have Christian McCaffrey, but a really good perimeter group. Uh, really like DJ Moore. Uh, I think he's an exceptional player. He'll be definitely a focus for us. So uh, this will be a very, very good matchup for us. And most importantly, they're playing with a lot of confidence and they're you're coming in here 3-0. You mentioned Darnold. Does he look a lot different on outside of the comfortability? Does he look a lot different on film, like he's taken that step in his career? Uh, I would say so. I, I think like a lot of quarterbacks, that, you know, when you go to a team that uh, struggles and you know, it, it's you know, you're playing uphill a lot. And, uh, with that, it gives him a, a really good experience that you know he definitely could benefit from. Uh, you know, he's he, he definitely looks very comfortable in the offense. Uh, that, that's something that uh, we've been impressed with, and uh, he's getting the ball out of his hand uh, quicker. And the thing. You forget about Sam. Is you know he's a really good athlete. He's he's not only a pocket passer, but he can make a lot of plays out of the pocket. So uh, I, th- I think he's playing very well. Coach, do you think in general around the league that that teams just give up on quarterbacks way too quick? Uh, I, you see it. You see it happening. I, I think it's. Um, I think when you take a step back and take out all the you know the, the the pressure of the position and the emotion around it, it's it's a very difficult position to play. And uh, I, I think you know. A lot has to do where the quarterback is and his development when uh, when he comes out of college. You know, there's you know the colleges do a great job schematically, and uh, but they do some things differently. And you know, sometimes there's a bigger adjustment for some guys than others. So I think you just have to take that all into account and, 
and it's and it's it's a it's very challenging when the quarterback has to play early and he may not be quite ready to play early or the other part of it is the is the team might not be ready to be playing with a very young quarterback. I always thought that was a a component you had to take a close look at too. So uh, there's definitely history to support that. Mike McCarthy here on the fan. How much easier do you think it is, uh, coach, for a first year a young quarterback to get better acclimated with the league versus maybe 10, 15 years ago? Or is it harder? Um, 10, 15 years ago, that's good. I, I think I, I think it might be um, – I think these guys are – they have a lot more uh, preparation in, in the passing game because yeah. the you know, college game is so wide open. So I think you're seeing, you know – the, the reps that these guys get. I mean, even I mean, especially if you have a Texas high school quarterback, you got to you got to count that into it because <laughs> these guys play so much football, and particularly the passing game. So I, I think these the players in the last you know ten twenty years have have, have more experience in a passing game than they did twenty years ago. Because you know twenty years ago you could you could get a quarterback out of college that has never been in a shotgun. You know, mm-hmm. and now it's you know twenty years later it's totally flipped. I mean you. I've coached quarterbacks that have never been under center their whole life until they get to pro football. So, you know, I, I think the passing game part of it, there's, de- there's definitely more. They're more experienced. Um, the defenses are, you know, defenses go in cycles just like offensive schemes. So, uh, you know, pressure today is a little different than maybe 10 years ago. You, you don't see as much combination pressure today as you did five years ago. So um, I'm just thinking through all the challenges that the quarterbacks have. But, um you know, it's it, you know, young players that didn't have to play right away 10, 15 years ago. You know, we're now, you know, if you take a first round pick, it, you know, he's expected to potentially be on the field, you know, week one. So uh, it, it's it's a much younger league than it was 10 to 15 years ago. So all those things factor. That's, My, boy, that's a long answer. Hey, well, that means well, we had a thought provoking question. Yeah, that's all that question. means. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Mike McCarthy <laughs> here every Friday on Sean and RJ, the home of America's team, 105 3 The Fan. Last week we talked about uh, Zeke's unselfishness, but Dak came out yesterday and said, Look, I played on some good teams with some great people. This is by far the most unselfish group there is that he's been around. I'm not asking you to compare to, to your other teams, Coach, but do you get that same feel about this group that there's a an extra level of unselfishness so far to start off this year? Well, definitely for the start of the year. I mean, you could see, you know, just on both sides of the ball, just the, you know, the way, you know, different players are playing in different packages, and, and you have to have that. Uh, a, you know, that's what the coaching staff, you know, does, and that's why they work the hours, we work the hours that we do here. Is to you know to have a diverse game plan to give us the best chance to win on Sunday, and that's giving our players you know the right opportunities. So you know utilizing these players the right way, and and just having a, a, a you know a very healthy plan throughout multiple personnel groups has been beneficial, especially with all the the injuries that we've had and the challenges here in the first couple of weeks. So uh, so with that, you you need that type of mentality, and I think clearly the players are all on board with our approach and. You know, we're off to a good start. We got we got young guys that are playing more than you would expected. You know, coming out of training camp, and, and I think this will definitely benefit us in the long run. But you know, at the end of the day, it's about doing everything we can to, to beat the Panthers. And uh, you know, and our, our guys get that. It, it just you know, these veterans here want to win. So uh, you know, we're very young outside of our veteran group, but it's all about winning. Uh, you know, and I think you got some individuals that have done very well for themselves. Uh, but you know, you, you get to the point in the career that. You know, it's about 
you know, getting that championship because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. That's why we're all doing this. Trayvon wins NFC Defensive Player of the Month. Uh, at what point do you try to start game planning with teams to go away from him? Or in the NFL, does it take much longer than this for other teams to believe that, hey, this is a guy, he's arrived, we should start staying away from him? How, how do you look at that in terms of teams game planning for Trayvon based upon, you know, whether they think he's he's actually real, real legit. That's that's the beauty of the game plans and that's the beauty of why you play the games. And, and that's that's what this is all about, the competition of it. And uh, you know, nobody's more competitive than Trayvon, so um, I think he'll still be tested. Uh, you know, he's in his second year. Uh, you know, I, I think clearly he's going to you know, see more double moves and just because the way he's been locking people down. So uh, that that's the beauties of, of Sundays, and, and, and one thing about this league, um, you're you're always going to be challenged at some at some level. And uh, he's still a young player, but boy, he's off to a great start. He says he does not uh, participate on social media. Saban convinced him it was rat poison. Would you love that uh, to be a, a a league-wide policy for guys not to have their social media, or do you do you like that they have it? Rat poison, I I, I think is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you, Coach Saban. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's our world. You know, I, I have I have young children. I have you know I have teenage children, so I I understand it. I mean, it's it's not a world that uh, I personally per, partake in. Uh, but I just think it's like anything in life. I mean, just if you do things in regulation, um, it, it's fine. So uh, it's 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 definitely a world that you know it's a big part of our business. Do you get the calls on Sunday night or Monday morning with Dad? They're saying this, you know. I'm hearing this. Uh, they're criticizing you for that. Do you always get those calls, or you got the family policy like don't even bring it to me? Oh uh, yeah, my my kids really don't. Uh, yeah, that's that's not really a conversation um, in our house about social media and, and sports. You know, they're they're a pretty eclectic bunch, so that they have other artistic interests, and and that's where you know they spend most of their time. Mike McCarthy joined us here, one hundred and five through the fan. Uh, you know, is is it really week to week with Mike? Like, what goes into the decision on where he plays between defensive end linebacker? You know, frankly, all of the above. Just a little bit about what we've already talked about. Uh, you know, different personnel groups. Uh, you know, how, how do you think your you know, your projected forty eight is is the conversation that you start having first thing Monday morning after the game? So, all those things play into it. Uh, so, and you know, and ultimately the offense that we're playing against and how you want to match people up and, you know, that's all those things. And because, you know, you don't have 11 starters, you know, especially on defense. I mean, you're going to have, you know, 15, 16 guys that are, that are, that are, that are going to be rolling into the game easily. So, um, so all, all that factors into where he plays and how much he plays in that position. Matt Rule was uh, comparing Dak to Peyton and Drew Brees in terms of his command at the line of scrimmage and just recognizing things, knowing where to go with the ball, how quickly he's getting rid of it. You've you've coached and been around uh, some of the great ones in all-time offenses, Mike. Are, are you getting that same feeling with Dak that this is the quickest he's been, he's just on top of his physical and mental game in terms of understanding the and, – and, and you made that decision, I think, when you first came here to in terms of the language to, to keep it more comfortable for Dak. Is he just humming on all cylinders in that aspect? Oh, definitely. No, I, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, the decision was clearly made for Dak Prescott. I mean, that was the only point of why I stayed with the old language, um, you know, conceptually – you know, we've had a chance to 
to put things together. I think Kellen's doing an excellent job. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's about making the quarterback successful. That's how I view offensive football. And uh, he's the centerpiece, and, and he does a great job of it. Uh, I love his command. I think he's off to an excellent start the way he's distributing the ball, you know, being very unselfish and, and just trying to feed the ball to all the perimeter guys. So uh, I agree with Coach Roll. Should we be worried at all about the status of uh, Randy Gregory and Tony Pollard for Sunday? No, I, I expect both those guys to go. And then final one, uh, Mike, we were talking about this with uh, with Babe Laufenberg just in terms of how football is evolving. We were wondering from the, a game day operations standpoint, uh, how many people do you guys have dedicated to clock management or is it just solely in your hands? Oh, no, we have, we have a network. Uh, you know, we have just like anything – you know, offense, defense, special teams, and the in the game management. There's a there's a network of people. Uh, every, you know, everybody has a responsibility where their eyes are supposed to be, and and um, so w- when to talk and when you discuss things. So, and I'm I'm very confident and and comfortable in our operation. Coach, thank you so much for the time. As always, best of luck on Sunday. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, gentlemen.